0: We have Madeline Miller on with us to share wisdom, and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about her if you haven't heard her.
1: Yeah, Madeline's a Bible study leader. She's a speaker. She's a pastor's wife, and she's an all-around great gal. Uh, She serves on two committees for the Generosity Trust, and you can hear her dispensing wisdom throughout the Tennessee Valley like you will right now. Madeline, it is always good to have you here with us on Mornings with Tom and Tabby
2: for well, it's always so such a blessing for me to be with, there with you as well.
0: Well, Madeline, we are, of course, in the middle of the frenzy of Christmas, and uh, it can be really hard to balance all the shopping and the busyness with the true meaning. How can we start to um, really make that the number one thing of this season?
2: Well, you are right. Christmas is here, It's here. And I know if you look at the calendar, it's not december the twenty fifth yet, but uh, the the anticipation has been building for weeks, and now many find themselves in the barrage of Christmas parties, plays, rehearsals, concerts, and various other get-togethers. And if you're not careful, you'll you'll be entangled in all the glitz and glamour of the season, and the reason for our celebration as Christians will filter. the bottom. And and many of us find ourselves in the same situation year after year, when that gift-buying and cookie-making and party-going takes the focus off what the true meaning of the holiday is for Christians. And then, in addition to all the busyness of this time of year, life changes can also impact the celebration of the Incarnation. Uh, Things like sickness, personal losses, business failures, and tragedies can negatively influence our celebrations and take the focus off the miracle of Christmas to our problems. So what can we do to keep the Christmas in the forefront this uh, keep Christ rather in the forefront this Christmas as you just said. Uh, when you're thinking about it, you think, well I'll, I'll just withdraw from everything. But withdrawing from all social functions and dedicating our time to prayer and Bible study, it's really not practical nor desirable for most. And although that might be something that God calls you to for a season we must remember that our job is to go into all the world and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And what better time to do that than in the Christmas season? We, we are designed to be in community. So instead of withdrawing, uh, engage those people God brings into your circle and take advantage of the opportunity to share why Christmas is important to you. But while you're doing that, also be careful that you don't belittle others in their way of celebrating Christmas. Getting into arguments on whether you should have a Christmas tree or whether you should have secular songs on your Christmas playlist is not a quarrel you want to have. I think about John the Baptist on occasion. Uh, He may have called his audience a brood of vipers, (laughs) but for most (laughs) of us, you know, that's not the way to gain friends and get people to (laughs) listen to (laughs) our But making a change from the busyness as the focal point to Jesus starts, within each of us individually and then it will expand and influence others.
1: Joining us now is our good friend, Madeline Miller, and she's encouraging you to not get wrapped up in the frenzy of the Christmas season, but to truly um, really focus your attention and everything about kind of the Christian reason for the celebration this year. It's a lot easier said than done.
0: Yes, it is. And so, Madeline, you were sharing with us about starting with ourselves, letting that change begin inside of us. How do we allow God to kind of interrupt and take over uh, our schedule?
2: Well, I think it's just conscious of allowing Him just to step in. Um, God is not a go with the flow sovereign who carries out our plans, but being mindful of the fact that He is the one who interrupts our life to invite us to join Him in His plans. I think of Virgin Mary. The angel gabriel interrupted her very normal day with extremely startling and life-changing information from god himself the information was that the holy spirit would come upon her and she would conceive and bear a son who would reign over the house of jacob forever and mary's response to that interruption was behold the bond slave of the lord may it be done to me according to your word remind yourself daily what christmas is all about interrupt your regular schedule And reread the Christmas story in Matthew and Luke, but read it with new eyes. Ask the Lord to give you new insight to this familiar story. One way I find to do it is to read it in different translations or or listen to a dramatized reading of the scriptures or find a good Christmas devotional. Then meditate on what you've just read or heard. Put yourself in Mary's situation if you're a woman excited initially would be knowing that you, of all women, are going to be the mother of the Messiah, but then also realizing the problems of pregnancy out of wedlock meant for a woman in her time. And men could think about how Joseph felt when he found out about Mary's pregnancy. What a kick in the gut, finding out that your betrothed has suddenly um, or supposedly been unfaithful, Joseph was going to send Mary away secretly until an angel of the Lord appeared to him in the dream and told him that the child who had been conceived in Mary's womb was of the Holy Spirit. And when he woke from his sleep, Joseph did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife and kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. What an unexpected interruption to his life. Now, we shouldn't expect angel interruptions like Mary and Joseph or burning bushes like Moses, or a light from heaven flashing around us with a voice saying, why are you persecuting me like Paul? But we can orchestrate some personal interruptions by saying, like Samuel, as we read the scriptures, speak, Lord, for
0: your servant is listening. We're in a conversation with Madeline Miller.
1: And uh, Madeline, if we could just ask you one more question about trying to get away from the frenzy of the Christmas season, really focus on the reason to celebrate, you know, uh, the coming of our Savior. And uh, is there something that we can do? Is there something practical that we can add to our everyday lives that might help?
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that, because if you fill yourself with the Word of God, it will overflow to others. Um, Matthew twelve thirty four tells us that, Out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. So our job is to fill our mind and heart with the things of the Lord. Then it won't matter if you're at the grocery store shopping, having lunch with a friend, or attending a concert. The overflow of what's in you will touch others around you. And that is so hard for many of us to let go, to, to leave control to somebody else even if that's someone else's God. Mm. But we need to ask God to schedule our activities for us. And then you may be surprised at the changes and additions that he makes. For instance, if you're a person who likes to decorate every room in your house for Christmas, God may have you scale back so that you have more time for something he wants you to do. Uh, Maybe he can use you to help decorate the dining room in a local children's hospital for families that are visiting their children there. Or if you usually bake cookies for cookie exchange for friends or neighbors, maybe you can bake the dessert for food that will be served to the homeless. Uh, Or maybe you're just one of those people that just want to hide away until the holiday is over Mm -hmm. uh, because of past hurts or current losses or painful memories. Remember that there is no place that you can hide from God. As the psalmist says in Psalm 139, you can never escape from His Spirit. You can never get away from His presence. And Hebrews 13, 5 promises that He will never leave us or forsake you. So let God fill you with His presence. Interrupt your isolation and comfort you because He is the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our troubles. And He loves you. So for all of us this Christmas season, if I were going to give five points, it would be, number one, ask God for guidance in scheduling your Christmas activities this year. And then number two, expect interruptions in your plans, and then em- embrace those inter- interruptions the special things that the God, that God has for you to do. And then three, be ready for God's call by daily reading and obeying His words, so you will be sensitive to His voice and have something to share. And then four, celebrate. You know, just mm. celebrate mm. because unto us a child has been born, unto us a son was given. He's Emmanuel. God was us. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. And then remember, Christ is the greatest gift. Tell others so that they can come to know him too.